0: The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy.
1: Hello, mystics and masters in the making. You have tuned to the open door. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse where we publish, promote, and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and. We invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher,
2: and I'm Terry Kennedy, and I'm Sid Bennett. Hello gentlemen. Good. Hello. <laughs>
1: Hello. Well, today let the cheering commence. We're about to conclude our series on how to spot a false teacher. And it's been a long time coming and many of you are greatly relieved to know that this is the last installment, especially my partners here. Anyway, um you know the bottom line that we've been sharing or alluding to throughout this series is the fact that every choice we make has consequences. No exceptions. And the price we pay for our choices, of course, is karma. Now, good karma accumulates in the, to the right side of our cosmic ledger. Bad karma, on the other hand, must be balanced entirely. And this is why we've had so many lifetimes. We've been required to return to the scene of the crime, as it were, in order to expiate our sins. And this is a sobering thought, isn't it? There's, there's no escaping karma.
3: Well, again, I think, you know, the key thing, understand the equation that you live under. You know, who you are, where you are what your divine plan and mission is in this life, and what you need to do. You know, the Hindus have a a teaching called Maya. And what Maya means is that the world around us is illusion. And um, that may be true, I just can't convince my creditors of that fact. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the point is, we're in this world, um, and it seems very real to us, I think we'll all agree on that, Mm -hmm. and we're here to gain mastery. And we gain mastery by the use of God's energy. God gives us energy 24 hours a day from our mighty I am presence through our heart, and we qualify that energy. We make mistakes. Hopefully, we learn from them, but we're building a momentum of light and and achievement in our bodies and our souls so that we may hold greater light and so forth. So there's a very real purpose for being on planet Earth. There's a very real purpose for what we face every day. There's a real purpose for understanding our karma and the misuse of energy and the right use of energy and our divine plan. So you have to have that kind of core understanding that there's a very real purpose for who you are and why you're here. And there are many things that can take you from your true divine path um, yeah. and keep you from where you want to be, which is returning home to God in in your ascension. So um, that's how people get distracted. They get aside. They get embodiment after embodiment after embodiment where they balance karma, they make karma. They balance karma, they make karma. They balance karma, maybe in some lifetimes you just make karma. <clears throat> but we're not going to get anywhere till we understand this equation.
1: Well, I think too that, you know, what we talk about is this minefield that we're navigating is the minefield of choice. And the more we can inform our choices or have our choices informed by the truth, the better off we're going to be. That means, of course, as we said many times, discernment, discrimination, and de- determination. The mind to three three Ds. You know, that when we get down to it, Every choice we make, as we said, has a consequence. There's an outcome, and we can stay here longer if we want to, by making bad choices. But we really want to accelerate that that journey home and get out of dodge.
2: <laughs> well, it seems like uh, when you embody here on planet Earth, it's just uh, once you become a, a bit enlightened, it seems like uh, the planet's made up of, with nothing but a of nothing but a bunch of minefields, and so it's it's learning how to navigate them, and actually. The more harmonious you become and the more loving you become, the less minefields you happen to step on. It's, it's, I
3: don't yeah. know, it's a, a law of the universe. You know, it used to be, <clears throat> you talk about people in the old days, quote unquote, <clears throat> well, the, the, that person's a Christian the way they live. <clears throat> they don't have to believe every part of the Christian theology, but they live in kindness, they love and care, they live in love. Mm-hmm. They're going to do the right thing. And that has largely left our society Because we become a secular society. And certainly Europe, even more so the United States has become, and and the coastlines of the United States have become very secular in many ways, which means there's no guiding beacon. Anything goes. You know, as long as you don't, you know, (laughs) shoot your neighbor, um, you know, you can do anything you want to your body, to your health, to, you know, your relationship with God or anybody else. So without certain standards... We can make a lot more karma than we would have otherwise. Right.
1: Well, now, this is a great point because, you know, again, we don't use that word often, but we are talking about standards, guidelines, a, a sort of a moral code, or a spiritual code. And this is something that we have to discover. We don't just we don't have it handed
2: to us. You have to learn it step I, by step. I think of the teachers that uh, that were my teachers when I was young and back in the 40s and 50s. I, uh, I do go back that far. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> there was life then? There was there was oh, life. Oh, it, was oh, wow. oh, it was in black and white, though. It was in black and white. And these teachers, uh, they didn't have the problems that these teachers have today. No. I mean, you've got people. You've got teachers that are absolutely leaving their professions because they just cannot handle these students.
3: That's right. I, I think what the danger is is that the soul becomes engulfed with a culture of death. And that's not too strong a term because death is the philosophy of eat, drink, and marry. be merry for tomorrow we die. There's too many people we got to, you know. Yeah. If not kill off the people, at least reduce the numbers on the planet, um, <laughs> marijuana, drugs, rock music, alcohol, nicotine, sugar, all these things, right. they have a death vibration because they take the light from us. And we can choose to you know, indulge in those things, but we're not going to go anyplace unless we make a certain level of striving. And so the danger is when you start to strive, as we've gone through this series, that you're going to get misled by a teaching that isn't true. It may sound reasonable. But it's just a false teaching that delays you more. So in lieu of, you know, the alternative is, of course, to stay in your room and not go out every day. But that's not really viable either. So take the small steps. God will meet you where you're at. The ascended masters will meet you where you're at. The angels will to guide you on the next step. But know for a certainty there is a way home. And there is the truth out there, certainly in these teachings, we've had thousands of years of avatars coming forth, Jesus, Gautama, Buddha, and so forth, to bring forth this light. The true teaching is there if we will embrace it and follow it, but you've got to sort of sift through everything else that's going on.
1: Well, and as we, again, have said many times, things that we experience have a certain vibration. It could be a slow vibration, a downward vibration, or an upward vibration. And discernment helps us to understand which vibration we want to align ourselves with.
2: That's right. And that's why uh, a simple violet flame mantra m- or mantra uh, would be a good thing to start with. It doesn't have to be anything complicated. And what it'll do is it be- it'll it begin to clear off the 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 dark pate, you know, that you have superimposed over your being, you know. Yeah. So you begin to read between the lines when you read the news or when you hear the news or watch the news or whatever. You, you know, can, it's like
3: in, in our part of the world where we occasionally get snow. Um, <laughs> you know, if your car's in out August, there you got to wipe the snow off the car before you can see out the windshield. I right. mean, that's a rather simple analogy, but it's true of our auras as well. Because unless we have a certain purity in our auras, we're going to see through a glass darkly. We're not going to see the truth. Yeah. And that, you know, Mrs. <clears throat> Prophet talks today in the lectures about people that have used drugs and so forth. And what that does is it fur- it, it kind of clouds it up even more if you're not careful, and it right. makes you more dense and heavy foods. Pollution, you know, all these chemicals in our environment, and especially in this country, the chemicals they use in fertilizers and pesticides and so forth—they get in your body and they affect your ability to feel and discern light. Yeah. So we, you know, to the best of your ability, live clean food, clean air, clean water—you know, the basics of life—and um, avoid the taking those things in your body. Which are not necessary to life.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, It yeah. doesn't do you any good. No, and as Terry suggested, I think having a little mantra to carry with you is always a good idea. Yeah. You know, I am a being of violet fire. I am the, the purity God, God desires. desires. Yeah. You get stuck in a place where you just need to be reminded of that. That's, that's you know, as powerful as that is, it's very sweet you, and simple. You can
2: say it while you're walking, while you're going upstairs, downstairs. You can say it for anybody else, too. Yeah.
1: yeah. Terry is a being of
2: violet fire. Right. You know, you, you don't go out
3: every day without a shower cleaning your body, so you, there's a lot of debris in the world. There's, yeah. a, there's a, a a dust, if you will, or a pantene of misqualified energy that comes upon all of us. Nobody can escape it. I don't care where you are, in the highest mountain in the Himalayas. It's in the vibration of this planet, and we need to purify our auras to the best of our ability through these things, and then you can see much better. You can feel more clearly. You can understand What's going on around you? And Mrs. Prophet talks today in, in the lecture I'm supposed to be playing in a moment about how even the fallen angels can release a certain energy, and so you'll feel something in your chakras. It's a, it's you know it's they've they've stolen this energy from others. They'll release. Oh, I'm feeling something. This must be true. Yeah, yeah. And so you need that discernment because um, you know we want to be happy and joyous, even as we're balancing our karma. But if we get on these byways and sideways and so forth. You know, it's gonna take us from our true purpose. And I I think sometimes the simple life is the better life.
1: Well, and we want the preponderance of the karma that we create and we make to be good. You know, it's simple.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is. Sounds simple anyway. Well it
1: does. But I think you know, going that's the central theme of today's program and really the entire series is that every choice we make has a consequence. Just have to remember that we are co-creators with God. We've said that many times that the energies we use to think to say things, to do things, our motives are generated and animated by the, the, the grace, the energy of God.
3: Yeah, yeah. and I'm sorry, to you, but it's, and don't think you're going to be not make any mistakes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it doesn't work that way, as you know, on this planet. But we are working to put on our Christhood, preparing the chalice of our being to receive our Christhood, yeah. that it might occupy that space where our human consciousness is today. You don't lose your individuality, it becomes your real individuality, is what happens. So this is a path we walk you got to start someplace to get there, and you're not going to do it overnight. None of us have, Uh, but you've got to start someplace, and the more progress you make, it's a cumulative progress. In other words, the more karma you balance, the clearer you see, the more light you can feel in your chakras, the happier you are in terms of of your own path homeward. But we have to start somewhere, and so be willing to start even if it's very modestly.
1: You know, yeah. I was reminded as you were speaking, Sid, that, you know, one of the ways the false teachers hook people, the psychic hooks, is by giving them a sense that we could, that this process can be accelerated even faster. That we'll give you the keys to the kingdom in six hours. Yeah. Or over a weekend, you'll have every answer you ever wanted. You'll know how to get there. And boy, oh, boy. You know, so you spend your money. You go there because I want to get home. Yeah. Yeah. But then you come to find out it was a blind alley. It was a dead end. It took you the wrong direction. And you got to find your way back again. And so when we say make choices, make the right choices, make sure you don't take a choice or a wrong turn that's going to take you out of and,
3: and the don't, spiral. Don't, don't go after psychic trinkets, you know. Shiny objects. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, uh, you know, God is, you know, is is not where these psychic things are and where these you know, black magicians are. And yes, they can manipulate matter. In the Bible, we see that. Oh, yeah. You know, they can change things and so forth. That doesn't mean they're from God. It just means they know how to misuse energy.
1: Well, it means they can they can create phenomena because they have that power. They
2: abuse light yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you said they they've stolen it and so they use it again you know yeah and another another little trick to keep from creating karma is think before you speak yeah, that's a good one <laughs> isn't that my mother talking to me I think, think, I've, me? Heard, yeah, I think yeah. I've heard
3: that before yeah. yeah
2: if you just give it a moment of thought you'll say oh you know
3: i I might create karma if I say that yeah. Well, there's more karma made with the tongue than any other part of the body that's it? right yeah. the, the throat yeah.
1: chakra is powerful yeah yes yeah. but yeah. yeah. anyway um we're coming upon a break already, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> you know, um when we come back, we're going to look at a false teaching that revolves around sorcery, drugs, and some very dark magic. Stay with us back in a moment.
0: Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
4: At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self.
5: For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.SummitLighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads.
4: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
0: You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by The Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show.
1: And we are back. Thanks for staying with us. We're concluding our series on how to spot a false teacher today. This is part 10, actually, of the series. And one of the ideas here that I want to make you know, expressly clear is that taking heaven by force and abusing your chakras is never a good idea. In fact, it can set us back for many years, even lifetimes, Here's more.
6: We've got this on the 9 o'clock line, perverting and abusing the Holy Spirit. All psychic dictations are a perversion of this Holy Spirit energy. Once this ectoplasm is spent, it's lost. You don't even get it in succeeding incarnations. It takes sometimes 10 incarnations to restore that to the soul and to the nervous system. It is a misuse of the Holy Spirit, as is all psychic communication with spacecraft spacecraft are traveling in the virgin territory of the Holy Spirit. They're contaminating space. Space belongs to the Holy Spirit. There are a group of books that are out on the Yaqui Indian knowledge. And the key principal figure in the books is a medicine man, a curer, or a sorcerer who is in Mexico. These four books were written by a UCLA student They're all bestsellers. They have been acclaimed as hypnotic. They make tangible to the reader the apparitions and mind-wrenching magic of the sorcerer. So there is the medicine man who teaches this UCLA student the uses of peyote, gymson weed, and other hallucinogenic plants which open the doors of perception. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violet take it by force. You can violently open your chakras, no problem. Just take these drugs, you can open your third eye, open your centers and have all kinds of fantastic experiences. And there are teachers who are ready to teach you how to do it. The problem is you can't close them when you want to. And that is tells you that you are not consciously in control of what is happening and therefore the opening of the centers is not an exercise of God mastery. So these get blown open. Talk about blowing your mind. This is exactly what happens. You blow open your third eye and it's torn and shattered and forevermore you have perceptions of the astral that you can't turn off. Now, I don't say can't, and I don't say never, because God can always heal. God can heal any condition. It's difficult. There are records in the subconscious that are difficult to clear. In these books, there is a constant whirl of witchcraft, drugs, and rituals. People appear in the story who the medicine man refers to as Diableros a term which means an evil person who practices black sorcery and is capable of changing himself into other life forms. The UCLA student comes to the realization that the teacher may well be a Diablero himself. The teacher says there is a deity. It manifests as sheer energy and is apparent in suffering as well as joy, in cruelty as well as kindness. He does not differentiate between God and devil, good and evil, or self and other. The teacher wants to teach the student about the ally. This is the power a man can bring into his life to help him, advise him, and give him the strength necessary to perform acts, whether big or small, right or wrong. An ally is the indispensable aid to knowing. An ally will make you see and understand things about which no human being could possibly enlighten you. The ally can be found in many ways. The teacher suggests ingesting a plant called the devil's weed and another smoking concoction. The student takes the devil's weed and sees a large red spot, which means that the weed likes him, according to the teacher. The only bad point is that men end up as slaves to the devil's weed in return for the power she gives them. But those are matters over which we have no control. Man lives only to learn. Devil's weed keeps men who want power and gets rid of those who can't handle it. The ritual which goes into the preparation is extensive. Two lizards are used, one with his eyes sewn shut and one with his mouth sewn shut. The student is told to rub them against his temples and ask anything he wants to know. They were used for divination. At one point in the ritual, a potion was made with weevil eggs, bugs, and fat from the intestines of a wild boar. Juice from the plant is drunk, and the potion is rubbed on the nude body of the student. He then has the experience of flying. Now, that's quite scientific. Those energies taken from those animals put onto the belly, especially around the navel, are getting right into your solar plexus and seat of the soul chakra and manipulating energy. This experience of flying is the soul being catapulted out of its chakra. This is real black magic. Real black magic. Very dangerous. The student encounters Mescalito on several of his peyote trips. Mescalito is the spirit of mescaline found in the peyote plant. Mescalito is a teacher and protector on these trips he hears strange sounds and experiences extreme warps in time and space the teacher tells him that Mescalito has accepted him because he hasn't yet killed him hasn't yet killed him the point with a false hierarchy is that they always take you on as the student or the pupil so that they can drain you of your life and your energy when they are through they chew you up they spit you out And that's the end of you. You've been had. Your energy has been drained. That's always the experience with a psychic teacher. Now, I want to tell you about spirit guides. There's nothing of the Great White Brotherhood in the concept or the term. People go into psychic meetings or seances or they go to psychic teachers and they will tell them they have a spirit guide. And they will tell them who this person is. They may name an Ascended Master, or more than likely, it's an American Indian. I can't tell you how many students have come to me over the years and talked to me about their spirit guide and said that it's an American Indian who's always with them, always telling them what to do. It is a discarnate, and there are many discarnate American Indians around. Many. And a lot of them are very warlike and very hateful of the white man. And they use all kinds of means to enslave the white man to themselves. They create accidents, they have hexes, curses, and this whole spirit guide thing. Now, this ally that is talked about in these books is a spirit guide. You don't need a spirit guide. You have your Christ Self, your I Am Presence, the Angel of your Presence, and the entire hierarchy. You have your own threefold flame. You don't need any discarnate. I don't care how advanced the discarnate is. I don't care who it is that has passed on from the physical plane, if he's the greatest teacher or what have you. If he's not ascended, don't allow yourself to engage in any interchange with that individual. That individual belongs in the octaves of light, in the etheric temples, fulfilling their ascension or preparing for re embodiment. The Ascended Masters are the only and true teachers, and they work directly with your Christ Self. The whole thing is the fear, the doubt, the ego trip, the flattery. I have my own special spirit guide, my own special teacher. I used to go to a chiropractor who always said a certain doctor that had passed on was working through him. <laughs> and I used to always say, Mighty I Am Presence, I accept only your radiation through this man. It's a very good doctor, very humble soul, very sweet soul. He's been in spiritualism in his life and uh, this is the way he believes. It's a psychic thing and you can't get him out of it. And there's no point trying. This is the way he believes. His passed on partner is working through him. So I hope you will never get hooked along these lines. I hope you see through all of these intermediaries who put themselves in place of your own God Presence. The Masters never instruct you to take drugs. That direction never came from God, from your Christ Self, your I Am Presence, or an Ascended Master. It came from a number of different sources, an acquaintance, a friend, or discarnates working through an acquaintance, a friend, or yourself, or the drug pusher, or the drug dealer, what have you. Someone once asked me, a very intelligent person said, don't you think maybe some good has come out of LSD since it opened the consciousness of all of our young people to things outside the physical? The answer is no. You cannot say, let us do evil that good may come. You can't justify and rationalize something evil because it led to something good. You can say to yourself, I was too stupid to learn my lesson direct from God, so I had to take this devious route, and because I took that devious route, I finally did learn my lesson, and here I am at the feet of the Master's. But don't kid yourself, you paid a price. You paid a price for that indulgence, for that rebellion, for that disobedience. Sure, we're all going to make our ascension because of all the crazy mistakes we've made. But we didn't have to make those mistakes to get to God. God was always there ready to teach us if we'd only listened. God was there to give us the experiences we need to have to understand the world beyond this world. So, yeah, you can say, because I made all these mistakes, I was finally broken and I came to accept God. That may be true, but we don't justify all of this and say, it had to happen or I never would have found the masters. It didn't have to happen. By your free will, that's the way you wanted it to happen. And so, because you are a God in your own universe, you dictated the terms of your enlightenment, and so there they were. Okay, here is some instruction from the teacher to the student. Does the path have a heart? All paths are the same. They lead nowhere. In my own life, I could say I traversed long, long paths, but I am not anywhere. Both paths are of no use, but one has a heart, the other doesn't. One strengthens you, the other weakens you.
1: You know, I think there, there's no cosmic law that says we have to do things the hard way. Uh, sometimes pain is the price of wisdom. you have got to take a short break. Back in a moment. Please stay with us.
0: us on twitter for more great ideas at voice america empowerment
7: right now all over the world warriors of light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with god These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org
4: VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: You are listening to The Open Door brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. You
1: know, it, it's kind of a sad thought in a way to realize that there are people of great light, who have become entrapped by false teachers and black magicians. And many of them have been seduced by the promise of secret knowledge and powerful techniques that can be supposedly able or used to uncover the truth in a very short time. Never truly the case, but that's the claim. Here's more.
6: There are people that have to be contacted that are people of great light, somehow locked into these matrices. And you've got to go out and get them. I mean, by the love of our hearts, we cannot allow the children of God to be imprisoned any longer. Okay, here's another one, and I'll give you the line first. 12 o'clock line. Perversion of the father representing the Black Brotherhood as the personal personality of the dragon. Pretty strong statement, isn't it? Unfortunately, some of these imposters. Give the appearance of being innocuous, not too harmful, kind of a watered-down teaching that you really can't find too much fault with. But they remain uncommitted to the Christ consciousness in you and in themselves, and thereby they are the imposters of the real guru. His goal of this guru is to convert the world. He offers secret knowledge in four steps, which takes six hours to reveal. (laughs) Now, really, if that were possible, don't you think it would have been done a long time ago and the whole human race saved? Plug up your ears and listen to the sound. Roll back your tongue and seek the opening in the rear of the mouth in order to taste the nectar. Now, all of these are takeoffs on what yogis teach their students. Repeat the word with your breathing, which is the syllable sung-ha. ha The teacher of the session then came around to open your third eye. He pokes his finger in the sockets until the person sees flashing lights and
0: colors.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Then the student can go home and hold his eyes back and watch the patterns change. Most people's visions seem to settle on a white, luminous donut shape. These four techniques reveal the secret knowledge which no one was to speak about for fear of great punishment. Research into Hinduist techniques reveals that these same practices have been used for centuries. The guru teaches that you cannot communicate with God because the teachings are unspeakable. Basic lie, and that's against the logos, the word, the spoken word. That God is incapable of communicating himself. When you take the Greek word logos, it means communicator. Anyone who denies the power of God to communicate denies the Logos, hence embodies Antichrist. Therefore, we need a Guru to impart wisdom to us from mind to mind and give us salvation. So the Guru then seats himself on the seat of your Christ self. You can't communicate with God, God can't communicate with you, so you need me. You need the Guru. And how many hundreds of thousands of people have fallen for that line? Why? Because the basic common sense logic that I'm speaking, there isn't anyone out there speaking it. Why? Why is there such a dearth of the real voice in the age? As soon as you've been told, you see through the whole lie. So now you go and speak the truth and rescue the souls that are at the mercy of the false guru. It's spoken of in the Old Testament, the muzzling of the ox. The muzzling of the mouth of the ox. We've talked about this before, right? Level one, we've mentioned this. Yes. Okay, the poster which was out from this guru said, God is great, but the guru is greater because he reveals God. God, you're dependent on the guru. You can't get through to your children without him. (laughs) Behind the black magicians of earth is the entire hierarchy of the Indian black brotherhood. The dragon wants to swallow up all of the children of the mother before they can be tethered to her flame. This psychic energy is the flood spewed from the dragon's mouth. This guru is an example of the personal personality of the dragon. Its impersonal impersonality is the misuse of the law and inner planes which works through to hypnotize people. People feel energy from the black magicians, but it is impure energy. You can get what you would call a vibration or a radiation at a Satanist mass. Because Satan or his imposters are releasing energy. You can get energy from drinking blood mixed with wine. Which is a practice of the Satanists, because it releases the energy of the blood. And there is light in all blood, animal blood or people blood. So that's the thing that people do get an exhilaration from being part of a group that is involved with a false hierarchy. They take the energy that they amass, you know, they keep on collecting energy from human emotions. They let people go to these very violent movies and they get all emotional about the movies and then they just keep on scumming off that misqualified energy and they put it into these black reservoirs. So the false hierarchy stores energy. Then when it wants to push a false teacher, gets you all around this teacher and it releases the energy from the inner levels, those that are controlling this false teacher, whether he knows it or not. He's the dupe of the fallen ones by his own ego worship, his own idolatry, of his own personality cult. So they want you to be convinced of the teacher. So they let you feel this energy. It's like black, inky oil spill. And it comes rolling over your chakras, and you get an effect from it. You get an energy release from it. It's just like the people writhing and dancing and doing all this stuff at Big Sur at Esalen. All this sensitivity training and this involvement with bodies, there's a tremendous amount of energy released. Some of it's sex energy, some of it's energy from the false hierarchy. So people tend to confirm or deny manifestation by whether or not they feel anything. Did you feel something? Did you feel anything? You know, they ask each other and they compare notes. Well, yeah, they feel something. They feel this impure, misqualified energy of the astral plane. But they haven't been tutored. They haven't been sensitized to the masters. They don't decree. So how do you expect them to know the difference? The whole world is drinking beer and booze and alcohol. They don't know the difference between that and the elixir. Or just a pure glass of water or fruit juice. I mean, they prefer that the more impure substance is what the world prefers. So that's why you've got all these thousands of people around the false teachers. They have the impure release, and it kind of... Flows through their beings, through their chakras, gives them a lift, just like smoking a cigarette, taking a drink, or or sex, or whatever it is. They get a lift from this involvement, and the lift is definitely there, contrived, It's, it's there. So it ripples over the chakras, feels like the radiation of the Ascended Masters. Remember, these people have never been in an Ascended Master dictation. They don't even have a point of comparison. I mean, until you first felt the radiation of an Ascended Master, could you have equated in your mind, could you have imagined what it was before you first felt your I Am Presence releasing light to you? So how could you, without the sensitivity to the pure wine of the Spirit, how could your taste buds have told you that the other was wrong? They couldn't tell you. You didn't have the sensitivity. So forgive yourself and go on. Many false teachers will say there is no evil. And we must only be aware of good. The best way to have free reign on a planet is to get people to believe you don't exist. Gandhi said a little knowledge is an inoculation as proof against the real thing. This particular guru doesn't say too much because, of course, the teaching can't be communicated. So he doesn't have to give out a teaching. He doesn't have to have a structure or a path. He's got it made, see? So he just has to sit there and beam.
1: I guess when you've got nothing to say, say nothing. And Casual cultural alert here, uh, beat me up, Scotty. Yeah,
2: that's
1: you know, it's amazing. You, you can hear and what, what Mrs. Prophet said at one point was, why is there such a dearth of truth? When you see this, when, when your eyes are open to what's really going on, you suddenly realize there was nothing there.
3: You know, yeah, well, it takes a certain amount of attunement, and plus, people—we've talked about in other uh, episodes on, on this subject—people don't want to admit they make a mistake.
1: <laughs> That's true,
3: you know. Or the other thing is, they will admit they made a mistake, but then they become bitter um, because they were fed a false teaching, and therefore they stop looking. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> this is a danger sign because we've talked about that. You know, when people get to heaven, a lot of the fundamentalist Christians or some of them become very bitter. Because they thought they were going to be in heaven with Jesus forever. And when they find out they've got to come back and balance their karma, a lot of them become you know, angry and agnostics. And so they re-embody and they don't pursue any spiritual path. Yeah. So it's like the worst of, of both worlds, so to speak. So don't allow yourself to be taken in. Um, but if it happens to you, ask for forgiveness, move on. Because there is truth out there. I think that's the... That the reality of it. You know, I can't tell you the number of people that I've talked to that have found these teachings that have said, I told God I wanted to know the truth. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't unlearn the truth once you hear it, so to speak. (laughs) And so, but it's the open door, it's the opportunity. And I think that certainly happened to me. I said, God, there's got to be more to this equation than what I'm being taught. And so it's an understanding of that, that, that this seeking, and yes, we've all made mistakes. So forgive yourself, as Mrs. Prophet said, and then be ready to move on. God will forgive us our mistakes, whatever they may be, if we start, turn around, and take those first few steps in the right direction. Remember, God is waiting to help us, but the intercession of the ascended masters and the angels must come because we ask for it or because we earn it. We just, they just don't sit around and, and you know, do all these things when, because it wouldn't be respecting our free will. By our free will, we have to choose. Then when we make an effort, no matter how modest or humble it is, that allows God and the ascended master, the angels, to magnify that. Yeah. So it's reinforcing.
1: You know, you brought up something very interesting. We've, again, spoken of this occasionally. The accountability that comes with knowing, that you can't unknow what you know. You can't hide from it anymore. I mean, Once the truth has become revealed to your consciousness, there it is. You've got to deal with it. Well, why would we want to unknow the truth? We wouldn't, but I, I mean, it's the responsibility that comes with it. I think the accountability feels sometimes, to some people, kind of heavy. Like, oh my gosh, now I've got to do this?
3: I might have to change. Yeah, you know? I might
2: have to change. And many times that's the case with family members, too. They they have a sense that you're onto something that they, mm-hmm. that would be better for them, but they they place their hands over their ears, and they really don't want to hear about it because they have to change.
1: Well, the prophet is disrespected in his hometown, something yeah. to that effect, right? yeah. And in fact, I think it's been said before, and maybe it's even biblical, I don't recall for sure, but that the, the enemies to our growth, our consciousness, oh. and expansion will come sometimes from within our own family. Mm-hmm. You know, that we have to be careful. Well, to Jesus see.
3: taught that, and they, the people may have good intentions. Yeah. But to thine own self be true, and to yeah. thy God be true.
1: Well, uh, we've got to take another break. Mm-hmm. We have more in closing for our series when we come back. Please stay with us. Back in a moment.
0: starts here VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com It's your world
5: Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything It is the nature of a spiritual seeker They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads.
4: your world. Change your life. Voice America Empowerment.com.
0: You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show.
1: During the break, we were discussing and how to sum up this series? And one of the sterling bits of folk wisdom was avoid the potholes.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know. And the last little bit of the last little gem was your brain is not mature until you're 26 years old. Yeah, give yourself a break. Well, medically speaking, it's it's yeah, true, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's not true. fully
3: developed.
1: But yeah. I mean, I think again, but the, the point is that it's not a safe road home. Unfortunately, there are there are pitfalls, there are minefields. There are tests and trials and challenges that we all face. But it's a joyful path because this is the path upward. It, it's into the light. It's into the sun, the son of God. And
3: it, it's worth the effort. Well, you know, I mean, if you ask people the purpose of life, I mean, if you just went around on the street, and put a microphone, <laughs> sir, what's the, spirit, what's the purpose of life? You know, I mean, I, a number of people say it's to be happy, right? Yeah. You know, have yeah. a good life, enjoy yourself, be productive, and so on and so forth. And the purpose of life is to find God. Now, that is not mutually exclusive with being happy, right? because what's a true happiness? Uh, you know, a happiness is not, you know, lots of money and uh, all these other things that people equate with happiness. Happiness is the presence of God in your temple and feeling that light. That is the true happiness. That's beautiful. And so, you know, yeah. we can pursue this path, have everything this world has to offer that's real and of God, you know, with a productive service, helping others, abundance, um, so on and so forth. But it can't. that can't be our main focus. What our main focus is, how do I get home to God? How do I find God? And we don't have to wait to be happy until we get there. I mean, <laughs> you know, especially by some of us, has taken a while. So, you know, the path homeward is a joyous path. Yes, you're going to get bonked a few times, uh, make some mistakes and so forth. But if you keep on, you realize there's nothing else worth pursuing on this planet. We're all leaving at some point, And those around that think through a... Uh, A transplant putting their brains in a machine or a computer they're going to live forever Um, Mm -hmm. you know that's not true either you know what is going to live you know the worst part of you so to speak so it's it's this knowledge through these teachings gives us an insight and an understanding of how to perceive the world we're in and as you suggest tom and terry there are things out there and as there, as you suggest are simple techniques that you can use to clear your windshield so to speak your windscreen if yeah. you're from England and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you can see more clearly and and understand because what you know because of free will you know they say ignorance of the law is no excuse ignorance of the spiritual laws is no excuse either you're still making karma now good intentions are better than bad intentions we all agree with that but the reality is ignorance is not going to save us from our karma in fact it it increases it. And so, be willing to learn and grow and be happy.
1: Yeah, you know, and I think there was a great poet, perhaps one of the English poets, who said, I'm paraphrasing now, but it was, wisdom is bought. It's not given. And I think that as we understand that process of gaining self-mastery, it is, a, it's, it's an accumulation of wisdom uh, that's based in our experience, that when it comes to us at a, at a certain price, but the, as you said, Sid, the price is one that we're willing to pay.
3: And, and don't, as, as Mrs. Prophet said, you don't have to take drugs to find the truth. Um, you know, I had a, a very close friend of mine uh, many, many years ago and very devoted to the path and so forth. And someone came to him and said, well, how do you know your path is true until you try all these other things? <laughs> and other things being not good things. Yes. And, oh, well, that makes sense. And, you know, that person ended up choosing a path that is very destructive and has been very destructive to his soul. And he had the truth, but he believed the lie that he had to experience evil to understand good. Hmm. And that is a lie. Uh, You don't have to. Um, And so, Yes, we make mistakes, but don't seek out mistakes so you'll learn from them. Let's put it that way. God can teach you. I mean, did not Solomon ask for wisdom? Yes, he did. In other words, he didn't have to learn it the hard way, so to speak. So pray for those gifts of God that will help us to move forward. And we don't have to make all these mistakes, as Mrs. Prophet said. We don't have to. We have free will. But no one, God is not going to intercede in your world unless you choose by your free will to seek him. The fallen ones will do it because they want your light. They won't wait for your permission. They'll go in and try and steal it. And, and we were talking, I think, before the show started about a person I knew who got very into drugs when they were young. And they've never really recovered. They've never really recovered. Yeah. And so it takes time. As God can heal anything. But don't get distracted. Don't get taken aside. Don't get caught up in things that you know in you are not right. Be you know, humble and joyous before your God.
1: And one of the cautions that, again, has been delivered many times is that don't succumb to the temptation to storm heaven. Don't take heaven by force. A lot of false teachers and false teachings want to suggest that there's a shortcut. There are no shortcuts, really. The, we, we, we can't avoid the lessons that we have to take. We can't avoid our tests because we can't avoid our karma. This is ours to balance. We made it. We've got to transmit it before
3: it can go back in purity to the heart of God. And
1: as we've talked before,
3: returning karma is a mercy to us. Oh, indeed. Because, you you know, you we're not going to spend eternity in heaven with this baggage around us. We either have, We have to balance at least 51% of it while we're in physical embodiment to make our ascension. And God is not going to allow this darkness in heaven. It might temporarily exist until we balance it from, or the you know, the rest of our karma from heaven, but why not take care of it now? Because balancing karma will open up opportunities you cannot imagine will come into your world. It could be your twin flame. It could be your divine plan. All these things that are blocked because we're avoiding balancing karma. And that's where, you know, coming back to why abortion is such a destructive spiritual, destroying the spiritual force mm-hmm. because it denies opportunity. Some people, until they balance karma with a soul, they're not going to move on. It's as simple as that. And so don't let your spiritual opportunities or your children be aborted, for that matter, because they need it and you need it to come together. And this is where it's a trust and faith and in the will of God as you move forward and allow these things to come to you and know that God has a solution to every problem you're dealing with. I just uh, I just had
2: a vision, you know. the uh, The army has a phrase: "Be all that you can be." Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> something that occurs to me sometimes when I'm when I'm doing my decrees, and I remember specifically watching Mark Prophet set up just off to one side of the, you know, there's two chairs to either side of the uh, the podium right. at the altar, and he always had his hands cupped on his legs and uh, cupped and facing upward, and his feet flat on the floor. And the purpose for my statement is be all that you can be. Allow the most light that can come through your temple while you're doing this spiritual work mm-hmm. to come through your temple. Why shut it off? Why cross your arms? Why cross your feet? Why put your palms down? In other words, you know what I'm saying? Be kind aware. Of, be conscious. Just be aware and conscious that yeah. you want the most to happen. You want to, You don't want to take the drugs. You want to eat the best food because you want to be the best uh, temple. And the purest. The purest temple. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So there's a thought, Sydney. <laughs> Does that mean I have to give up tortilla chips? <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> everything but you know, Well, I mean, you know. I mean, well, I mean You again, don't want to be fanatical.
1: No, but this comes back to the, the today's theme, which was the the price of choice. Right. Everything we do, everything we put in our mouths, everything we, we take into our, our minds, our consciousness, our hearts comes with a, a price tag mm-hmm. or and, a benefit for that matter. Well, I mean, the price tag is not a negative yeah, or positive yeah. until we make it so. But yeah. I think, you know, in terms of the accountability, karmically speaking, of everything that we do, every thought, word, and deed,
3: right. it's, not, mean, it's I, not a free, free you know, ride. You know, I've said to my daughter, I said, whatever path you choose in your life, wherever you go, don't ever forget who you are. Yeah. You're a child, a daughter of God, or a son of God, whoever you are. You have the presence of God, of your Holy Christ self within you. It is a holy place where you are. You know, respect that holiness, build on it, honor it, and you can become all that you're intended to be, far beyond that. I mean, what does the scripture say? Eye has not seen nor ear heard what God has planned for us. The good things he has planned for us. If we are willing to take that step, they they don't come, you know, free, so to speak, because we wouldn't be able to handle that light and that blessing. We have to prepare ourselves. You wouldn't want one of us to be taken put in a surgery theater, and say, go ahead, do surgery on this person. <laughs> we wouldn't be prepared, <laughs> no. you know? So be prepared spiritually yeah. and allow God to surprise you and bless you. Oh, that's a nice thought.
1: <laughs> allow God to surprise you. Yeah. Right? That is nice. Well, and you you know, you, you broached our, our central foundational themes of who am I? You know, why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? So all comes back to the teachings of the ascended masters, gaining self-mastery, being all that we can be. Mm-hmm. Like you
3: said, Terry. I mean, you know, I went and saw yeah. a thing over the weekend at a museum, which was a demonstration of the mechanical inventions of the Roman Empire. Wow. And these were phenomenal. But then they were lost. The opportunity was there and what was it, 1,500 or 2,000 years before a lot of these were in widespread use again. <laughs> so, you know, the door is open today. Yeah. Indeed. If I may. Yes, yeah. you may. Take advantage of it.
2: <clears throat> hey, well, thank you. And if you need to reach us. Yes. We are at webradio at tsl.org, webradio at org.
1: Thank you, Terry. And I, I wanna thank everybody who's listening now and who will listen to an archive download of this program that it has been our pleasure, our privilege and our honor to present this material to you because we do our best to live by the precepts and the concepts of the Ascended Masters and the teachings that tell us those answers to who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going and how do I get there? So we hope you've enjoyed this program and you will enjoy many more of them. Thank you for being part of the mandala of this um, activity And as we like to say, though, the upward path may sometimes be difficult. The rewards are out out of this world. world. Thanks, everyone. God bless you. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.